0: Oh. Right, Rebecca Ferguson, I am so excited to have you on Sisterhood HQ. I know all our listeners are absolute massive fans, and as a Scouser, we are also proud of yeah? you. So, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. It's nice. Tell me a little bit about yourself, Rebecca, just for the ones who don't know your personal life. How old are you how many kids have you got? So I am 34, nearly 35 this year. Uh, I've got three children
1: and I'm a singer-songwriter.
0: Amazing. How old are your kids now, Beth?
1: Oh, so the eldest is 16. Uh, to be fair, I was a baby and a baby. I was only um, 18 when I had Lily. Carl is 14, but he's just nearly 15. And then um, Arabella is six.
0: So let's go right back to the beginning. What was younger about her life? What was your life in school? What was your interests?
1: Do you know what? I was really, really quiet. Really quiet kid didn't say much. <laughs> I was always creative there. I was like good at writing. I always used to get awards for like poetry and things like that. But just a quiet, just a really quiet, sensitive kid.
0: Does not young Rebecca want to be?
1: Singer. That's all I ever wanted to be was a singer. And I was just, and, and, and it was funny because even as a kid, there was no doubt in my mind. Like it was like, what are you going to be? I'm going to be a singer. And it wasn't like, I wish I I will be a singer. It was, I'm yeah. going to be. Like, I just had that faith that that's what I'd be. It's like, I always knew. It's really strange. It's like, even from age three, like, because I remember, like, that's one of my first ever memories. Like, I just, it's just one yeah. of those things I just always knew that's what I was meant to be.
0: Mm. Did you get that confidence given to you by family members or was it just in you? Maybe no, it was just on.
1: in me. No, because my my upbringing was a bit all over because my mum wasn't well, dad wasn't really oh. around. No, it definitely was come from me. I don't know where it came from, I have no idea. But it was just something I innately knew and just tapped into. Do you think
0: it's because you did have a little bit of a different upbringing? Do you think you wanted to make something yourself? Did that make you more determined to succeed?
1: Yeah, I'd say definitely. I grew up in Bolton Village, which... To anyone listening that's not from Liverpool, it's like a nice area in Liverpool. Oh, just posh. Yeah, Yeah, everyone goes, oh, you're from the posh part. But um, I was the poor kid in the posh area, so all my mates had like... Lovely houses And big massive games rooms In the garden Like they all came from money And don't get me wrong They were all lovely to me But I was the scruffy kid do you know what I mean Don't get me wrong I dressed nice Like Because yeah. I was obsessed I was obsessed with looking nice I Like Hair, makeup, chick, Typical Scouse girl But as in In the sense that I didn't have
0: Designer top Yeah design, you no, were clean you have, Yeah of, yeah because, yeah You know what girls are like From Liverpool, bloody hell You don't find them Like that nowhere else No, yeah 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 <laughs> So when was your first, so you've left school, you've got it in your head that I'm going to be a singer, I'm going to be a singer. What was your first experience? What did you do?
1: First experience, I went to, so I was singing in school and they could see I wasn't happy. Now the thing with me is I was getting good grades, so like I should have sat me, history GCSE early, all these things. I was a clever kid. The school could just see I was miserable. I was like, I just want to sing Anyway, in the end, they got me a mentor, and she said to me, okay, look, we can see that you just absolutely detest school, but you're really good, like, you should just carry on, and I was a bit silly. Anyway, they put me in um, a music college, so and I was about 14 and a half, so nearly 15, and then I ended up just learning there, ended up doing dance, tap, music, just singing.
0: Oh, so you dance as well? Well,
1: I say, do you know what? I say this. I haven't danced in years. It's funny because I've got a music video coming up and everyone's going to laugh because I, I am going to have to dance in it. But anyway. They No want to laugh at you, darling. No, they will.
0: <laughs> we'll see how it turns out. <laughs> you're fabulous. I can see it already. You're an <laughs> absolute dog. So you've come out of school. You're getting all your experience. You got pregnant yeah. young. Got yeah, me.
1: God. I was supposed to be doing the West End. And, and I've been, you know, this agent has offered me the world, and anyway. But my first boyfriend, I ended up getting pregnant. To so my first oh. boyfriend, first ever time of all <coughs> things happened.
0: Anyway, and I How was well 30, you seventeen. Oh so my god, same 17. as me. Yeah,
1: you know what it's like. Then it's 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 a weird one, isn't it? It's
0: hard, you're all, you're back we back back. Yeah, you know. Have babies ourselves, absolutely. So what did that do for to your career? So you're supposed to be going on the West End. You find out you're pregnant. what? Well, What what did you feel like? completely halted it.
1: And I had this weird perception that you couldn't be a singer and a mother. I don't know why I got that, because it would be for Franklin. I had kids at 14 or whatever. Loads of artists had kids. But for some reason, I felt like, now that I've got, you know, pregnant, I'm not going to be able to be a singer. But then it, it just ended up speeding me on to just educate myself. So I used to just get turned up at colleges with my big, massive bump and be like, um, can I come and do a course here? Can I do a computer course, whatever it is? But you know what's really funny? They used to turn me away turning up with this bump now genuinely and I'd turn up I went to do the ECDL course is it like the computer course and they'd be like oh um no why didn't you go in that room like no one wanted to, no one wanted to teach me and uh, they just seen a young kid pregnant and they were just like oh no she's not sitting and, I mean really snobby I had to deal oh. with you know, snobbiness um but it didn't deter me I just kept on and then I ended up training to be a counsellor, just, you know, anything I could throw me hands at to be more
0: educated just threw myself at. yeah. Was this all the time you had the baby as well? Yeah, well, did I, was, I then. Yeah, and then I got,
1: I had a call, like, straight after, so I had a call yeah. at 19, so I had two kids
0: at 19, yeah. Hats off to your girl. <laughs> was your family supportive and stuff with, like, your childcare and did you have help?
1: Yeah, I think the kids' dad's family were really good. Like they
0: really helped me. I remember I had to
1: finish a counselling course and I'd just given birth to Carl. But if I didn't turn up that day, like I would have failed the course. So unless oh. she gave birth, uh, the next day, the kids' granddad sat outside in the car holding the baby. I've gone no. in the mass and you know your belly's massive when you just give birth. <laughs> so they're all going, oh Becky, if you're not gone yet, I went, no. I
0: gave birth yesterday's Babies <laughs> in the car oh my god you are a That was amazing. determined that was, was just amazing. determined that is amazing not a stopping you two kids the bellies the to just literally drop the baby out and you would run into the thing that is, that is class I love that so you were still doing all your things you're doing counselling and that how did yeah. you get back what was you doing? Was you working at the same time? You'd had two kids working. What happened to you singing? To be honest, the kids, and if you know, again, not only the scouters will know, but, you
1: know, Lucy in the Sky uh, yes. in a cabin walk. So my um, kids' dad's family owned it. So I used to Margie.
0: just... I No, Lane, Lane. I, well, I Lane sold it to Lane, I think. Uh, so it's the next ones, because Margie used yes. to be a trazer on my... Well, anyway, I've known Lucy and that for years as well. So yeah, yeah I a it. Gorgeous food in there, wasn't it? Yeah. So I worked in there, uh, but to be fair, and then the kids'
1: dad, he had, you know, he he was he was a builder at the time, so he he, he done a lot of the work as well. But then I, I kept on wanting to sing. Like I'd always be turning up to like auditions and things like that. Still trying. Yeah. Well, what we was so was
0: big break X Factor.
1: Yeah, pretty much it was. Yeah, I mean, I was always trying to get down to London to record and to mix and mingle with people whenever it occurred. But yeah, it was X Factor. But I'd auditioned for X Factor like three times and not got through so many stages. So I had to give up. I started to think maybe I'm one of those really bad ones and, you know, that like none of the family let Mm -hmm. them know the crap.
0: (laughs) Not you girl, you're the best thing that ever (laughs) comes out of X Factor, let me tell you even to this day. So what, did you just keep going back? You've been three times, they keep yeah. rejecting you. Yeah. Tell you what, it's took a lot of balls, girl, to keep going back. Well, what
1: happened was I got it. I was meant to be going to Ainty Races, right? But yeah. I got an email from X Factor saying, we've got an audition on Saturday, but I must have applied for it like the year before, you know, where after the show, we say, if you want to be part of it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I was debating in my head and I thought, well, I never get through, so what's the point? But then I thought, you know what? I'll turn up and I'll audition and if I don't get through I'll go out on a nice nice house go into town have a ball so I just yeah. thought I had a nice positive attitude about it where it was like what's meant to be will be rather than putting all the pressure on myself I went with a real calm mind of, do you know what yeah. go there and enjoy
0: the day just enjoy it have fun if you get through great if you don't get out with your me that was better for you because you went in with that attitude thinking well it's yeah. you not know, a the nerves had gone yeah you weren't getting nerves, like- yeah it just worked for me I remember because
1: the first time you'd perform it's like they put you in like a little booth and this is before you meet well, this is just with the producer and I remember singing and then expecting them to say no and they, they literally give you like a golden ticket like off Willy Wonka or something and I was like <laughs> Have I got oh. through? And I stood there for five minutes talking with him. He's going, you've got through.
0: <laughs> and you're standing there and I'm a through still, I'm a through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, I love it. What was it like having to go and stand in front of miserable ass Simon Cowell? It was
1: <laughs> nerve <laughs> he, he, It's so scary because he just stares right at you. <gasps> and um, they just, it's the way they all stare at you all the eyes are on you. I was so nervous. Um,
0: it's a big production as well though, isn't it? It's like, it is all like, it's yeah. all put on for the telly too. So that's makes you even more nervous. It's like, oh, why are you all staring at me? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And then it's the pressure as well, because I took the kids to the audition. Did you? I, yeah. And my worst fear was, I can't fail in front of the kids. I just, yeah. I was dreading it. I was thinking, oh my God, how can I fail in front of these kids? So that was my biggest fear when I was on stage, is, is not
0: getting through in front of the kids. What yeah. did that moment feel like when they said "just through? With the babies. Oh, I there.
1: sobbed. Sobbed oh. With his
0: baggy eyes. I was
1: scared. Yeah. Oh, I've got
0: gooseies. Oh I love <laughs> it. and with the kids
1: maze up back. Get the way. I did not think He really understood it. You know, when I look back, like when I used to be on X Factor, like car must have only been three or four, and he used to look behind the, the telly for me. Oh, yes. Didn't
0: even Oh, have that is so cute. How did you find being away from your kids? So you're down in London, you're doing the show every week. Was that hard on you? Oh, that was terrible. Yeah,
1: I found it really hard. And actually, I nearly walked off the show the night when I sang Make You Feel My Love. I was missing my kids so bad that, like, I said, no, I'm fine. I'm done. I can't do it. I need to see my kids. Because you don't, it's really off because you're working from 5 a.m. till like 1 a.m., you know, 1 a.m. You're, you're living off no sleep. People wow. don't see that, they just see Saturday. No. But you constantly got something to do because there's loads of PR around it. So you're turning up at, like, dance studios, rehearsals. all oh, That whole week is intense. And I think that that one day I was completely drained. And I was like, no, get me home to me kids. But anyway, yeah. I stopped singing that song to me kids. I got on stage in the end and then I just dedicated uh,
0: it to them, really. yeah. And that was, the, that was the one that just propelled you into stardom, girl yeah oh, thank you that was, what does it feel like though Beth? you've just said you you know one minute you're working in a cafe the next minute you are live on saturday night tv F, the whole country knows your name everyone knows who you are what's that feel like
1: when so when you're on the show you're in a bubble so you're not really um you don't understand it until you leave the show and actually, when i done, like, the
0: Homecoming, uh, I think it's called the different... It's the Echo Arena to me, but it's the... More- yeah, whatever it is, it's always the yeah. Echo Arena. It's like the MEN,
1: always it's the MEN. Yeah, so I... Um, when they'd done the Homecoming then it was when i seen the crowd. Uh, That's when it sank in and I started to cry. I was like, oh, my God. Because when you're on the show, you're in a bubble. But um, I found it good and bad. What was weird is I, I come off the show... I got the kids ready as I would normally, put yeah. them in a taxi, found a Delta and said, come on, we'll go shopping in town. Went to Liverpool one, I was surrounded, but I mean, I couldn't ah. move. And I've got older me, two kids, and there's just crowds ah. surrounding me. And then the security had to take me. So that, if I'm honest, it freaked me out because it, it, yeah. I'd been in a bubble And it just, I was like, whoa, what? And just, I find it funny the way I've just gone, come on, kids, let's go. We're going, we're going. going I just know life's normal. Yeah, I didn't get it. And then everywhere I went, I had to take my brother with me. And I, yeah, I always needed someone with me. And then if I'm honest, it got to the point where I didn't really go out much. So I used to just sit in the house uh, Mm -hmm. and then I'd have to get my family. It's out because I felt bad on the kids because, like, people would be harassing me a little bit. Uh, so, if I'm honest, the first year was tough because I had to get my head around it. But, yeah. I think
0: young people are just looking, and think, Oh, I'd love to be famous, but they don't actually understand everything that goes with it. With mm. it, really. you've no privacy whatsoever, have you?
1: No, I think, especially when. Uh, you're at that level, like what it was like on the X Factor. Get there's no peace, like you're not getting a minute. You can't just have a normal life. I've got a good balance now. It's ten
0: years on, everything's fine. But what does it feel like? Depressed, like all round. you delving into your past, delving into your private life. What did that feel like for you?
1: If I'm honest, I used to react, like, and I was bad, I'd just tweet the journalist and say, you're a liar. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> I didn't say that. i <laughs> just tweet yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, right. But, um, yeah. but then, in the end, I calmed down, because what I realised is it's panto. So now, I'll read yeah. things that aren't true. And I go, okay, great, well, you've just put me in the press. No worries. I realise it's panto. And then, the next day, they'll say something else about someone else. So Yeah. It's never like sometimes the press do have it in for certain people for whatever reason, but generally they're just trying to make a headline. They're just trying to sell papers. So they're doing realise, their job. Yeah. You're
0: selling records. They're selling papers. Yeah, and,
1: it's, and you get to a level where you realise it's pants out. You read it and you go, that's not true. But unless it's really defamatory, I just let it be.
0: Yeah, amazing. That's cool. That is a fabulous attitude to have though, Beck, and you can tell that's took you over all the years you've learned, haven't you, from the journey and thought, you know what, you're not bothering me. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. That is absolutely fabulous. So you've come off X-Factor. How did you get into writing your own music? Where was it, like, I'm not going to be, you know, a puppet, I want to do my own music. How did that come about? Well, I'd always been writing my own music since
1: I was little. Like, But then with the first album, I had loads of pressure, actually, from a lot of label bosses. Everyone was trying to sell me a song. Everyone wanted to be on the record. Yeah. And I said to everyone, no, I'm not going to have one song on that album that I haven't written. Then the press will be like, oh, well, she's had people write the album, even if it's just one song. So yeah. I had to really push back and say, no, every single song on the album is written by me. Because I wanted that credibility. I didn't want people to be like, oh, she's just an X Factor puppet. She's got people yeah. to see this. So I really kicked back. And actually, one of the record label's bosses had written a song, His Wife. Mm-hmm. And it, that was a tough one because I'm like basically knocking back His Wife. That was a tough one. But I think he respected me in the end because I was like, oh, like this is how it is.
0: There's not many girls who come off X Factor who's doing that, who's telling the record label, these big, powerful people, no, I'm not singing your songs. I'm singing my own. That's a massive achievement, Rebecca. It is and it isn't because, like, it worked
1: for me. So it did work for me to a point, but a lot of those powerful people, especially men, don't like a strong woman. And so I found that really difficult to navigate having to come against powerful men. I found it. they just want to crush you. Like, they really just want to crush her. So I found that really hard and don't get me wrong I, as scouts do i was a fighter and i fought back and i wouldn't take any medicine but it came with a price do you know what i mean it's not easy coming against yeah. people yeah
0: how did it feel hearing a song that you'd wrote a song you performing on the radio in the trot? what was that feeling like tell me do
1: you know what i've got to be really honest and this sounds so weird when i, I remember being in the label I was sat down with one of the girls who was looking after me in the label and it came on in the label and it sounds really weird and it must have been because I'd literally manifested it since I was a little girl that I was going to be a singer and I yes. was going to be on the radio that when I did hear myself on the radio it felt normal and I know that sounds weird what? but it felt like oh yeah that's meant that was to meant to be, be. Yeah, I can't describe, it's just weird. I just was like, that's what, that was that's your what destiny. Was meant to happen.
0: Yeah. yeah, weird. I love that. I love that because I'm all about, I love thinking that we manifest things and we attract yeah. things. So I really do love that. What would you say your biggest challenge has being in your career?
1: Again, I think for me, it was navigating around the people that you attract. It's really Tough, especially if you're not wise. And I wasn't wise. You attract a lot of people that don't want the best for you, or people that like want, clingers on, yeah, or people that want to rob you, all that type of stuff. Like I had a lot of bad stuff happen, and a lot of people do a lot of bad, really shady stuff. Rob me money, loads, just horrible, horrible things. So that was. I mean, I'm not ten years on now. I'm wise. I do not take no and I'm. Tougher when it come, I, I can spot someone. Do you know? What I mean? I spot someone yeah. is not good for me. But back then, I was so naive and just always seeing the good in everyone. That um, that is, wasn't good.
0: Yeah, that is so sad. What would you if you went now? Go back ten years. What would you tell twenty-year-old Rebecca? What would you say to her?
1: Just be smart. Don't don't let everyone in your life stop letting people in your life stop oversharing I used to just overshare with people that didn't mean good for me um just be wise really and and as well as that stuff that I wasn't educated on was business I didn't have a clue about the business so I allowed people to take over the business side um if I could turn back time I would have put my head in an accounts book or a business book do you know what I mean didn't have a clue back then
0: Because you're a performer, you're doing what you love to do and you just don't think of that side, do you? No. everyone's having the kecks off you. Yeah, literally, yeah, it was terrible. That's exactly how it goes. But they see them people there who've done that to a young girl who was out there with kids and everything else. They won't have one bit of luck because they are absolute vile bastards.
1: I believe that. I think it all comes back to you, doesn't it? Yeah, you just absolutely. yeah.
0: Do you know what, Beth? You sit back sometimes, and you just think, I don't need to wish you bad, and I don't need to do anything because you're just gonna keep on doing that to different people, and it'll just all come back and hit you like a pile of dicks So, yeah. just I just push them out my life, and just think, well, you're not no no bother to me. And I always, yeah, always, that they fell on their ass, and it does. That's yeah. what happens to them because they're not nice people. I agree. And how anyone could be nasty to you is like. Beyond my apprehension, because you always you always remind me of like you want to protect you Do you know what I mean? You want to make sure the Rebecca Rebecca all right. Do you want? Do you know what I mean? You've got yeah. that thing that is, that draws so people you, to like to like yeah. want to look after you. But you'd be surprised,
1: Kate. You know, because I feel like people can be intimidated by that. Though, like people, it's like I have people they push you, like they want it, they want you to react. So I find that people with me. They'll do things to me that are so audible, so audible, so audible until they get a reaction, and then it'll be look, look, look what she's done, look, look, told you, told you she's not nice, look, look, look. But but then they'll have absolutely been on your case for six months, yeah. So now I find. You'd be surprised how many people out
0: there have just got messed up hearts. But it's good that you can, you're saying now you can identify them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you can yeah. say, no. do you know what I can tell you? And you're going with your own intuition because I think when you're younger as well, you don't really listen to yourself, do you? They'll go, oh, no, they're all right. No, they're all right. When you're actually, know deep down. They're... Yeah, you know it. You just ignore yeah. it. Yeah. I know. Maybe. So you're It's better to listen to yourself. How have you found about being famous? How have you found it trying to have a normal relationship?
1: It's hard because I think in the early days a lot of people were wanting to like date me for
0: uh, for you being famous.
1: Yeah, and then and they're just like, oh yeah, I guess if I'm dating it, and that's a bit that was horrible because I I was dozy, <laughs> just not... Just dozy one bit. Oh, You're just, like, just, oh, just just the like they liked me you know training me. Mean? But yeah, that was a bit odd just having to deal with that.
0: If um, I looked like you and was talented like you, girl, I would think everyone likes me so. That's not wrong. I'd be like, oh, yes, they love me. They're all in love with me. So there's nothing wrong with that. But you're just saying. When you're all famous, though, so I think you get a little bit more weary, aren't you? Where you're like, "Hang on, why are you with me?" Do you know? Yeah.
1: Do you know what? Was, no, but do you know what else happens? I find they get men, they get intimidated by you as well. Yeah. So like if you're in and more than them or anything, like you don't like love, it. Love will quickly turn
0: into hate, and it and it's a jealousy. Like just, what we were talking yeah. about before, Beth. That's yeah. what it comes back down to. It's jealousy, isn't it? You make them feel inferior. Yeah, that's what I found. Like they weren't how
1: can I put it down to they weren't man enough, do you know what I mean? Like they didn't have them, they weren't men enough to
0: like no. to
1: just do the anyway. It's like competition a little bit at times. But I mean I've got a lovely boyfriend now and he's he's cheating. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. How I did you meet me. him back? I met him locally to be honest, just in a local oh, bar. Shit.
1: Yeah.
0: And just under normal circumstances as well, not like a big star yeah. studded bash.
1: Yeah, but to be fair, he works in the industry, so that was good. Oh, he, well, he's like a talent agent, but for like sports people. So he's around, and he works in PR as well, so he, he, he's around the industry and he knows it. So he wasn't like overly, I'm going to put it? he wasn't like overly impressed by me. you know what I mean? He was just because yeah. to being around talent. So that was great because we were both met at an equal point in a way. Like, yeah, it was oh, good.
0: that sounds lovely. And is everything going good?
1: Yeah, all good. We've been together nearly four years now.
0: Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. That's we're good. Real? that sounds lovely, Beck. I'm so made up for you because you deserve every bit of happiness, my darling. How have you juggled being a mum with this big, successful career? How do you fit it in? What do you do?
1: I've got a good balance of it now. The first few years, I've got to be honest, I worked away a lot. But everyone said to me, you know, you're going to have to work hard the first couple of years, but then you'll be all right and you'll be able to call the shots. So first couple of years, I was non-stop. And if I'm honest, I look back and I feel quite sad actually because you know I felt like I missed out on things but equally I was a single mum and I didn't have anyone else paying me bills and I didn't have a choice so it was like I didn't really have and I wasn't in a position to say no I'm not going to Australia to do, do you know I didn't have I
0: wasn't yeah. powerful enough um, you couldn't though, you wanted this career and you're giving them kids a better life. Yeah. You, couldn't, you couldn't afford to say no because you start saying no and you find someone who will guess, say yes. That's
1: it, yeah. But now it's, it's great, it's a good balance now. So I have more, so for instance, if something comes in, I can say, yeah, I'd like to do that. Or no, I don't want to do
0: that. All so, the shots now, don't you?
1: Yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit more relaxed. And I see, you know, I take the kids to school every day now. Now don't get me wrong, if I've got an event or if I've got... Um, You know, I've got a TV show. Then I'll go to TV, like, for instance, with Arabella, and i drop it off in school, go to the TV show or whatever, but I'll pick it up, either or. So, yeah, I work it out now. It's it's a lot better. Because you've
0: done your apprenticeship, you're now now a veteran at it, so it's just like, no, I'll do this, and I'm doing this time. So it takes a while to get there. Yeah, but as as well as that, like, I, I listen to Oprah a lot, and she speaks
1: about how she will never do anything unless a heart, like, how can I put it unless it feels good I know that sounds silly but as in like yeah, she won't just do it for the money and I don't get me wrong sometimes you've got to do things for money but like if something doesn't sit right with me I won't just go along with it it's got to sit right with me so yeah I always choose things now that I'm like does that sit right with me is that honest what do I mean that do I like that face cream no why am I endorsing it do you know what I mean that type of yeah, thing yeah
0: I totally get that so those things you believe in now you're true to yourself yeah yeah yeah, what advice would you give to anyone who wants to start out in the music industry?
1: First advice I'd say is study business, the music business and study business. Watch as many things as you can on how the business works. Study, you know, how to do tax returns, VAT. And I know it sounds crazy. People would be like, why isn't she saying something else? But the main, the music industry is a business. And soon yeah. soon learn it the minute you get into it. You are just like any other business you're a transaction you are just a commodity and when you understand the business side you'll survive you know and have a long term yeah yeah. because um ultimately it's about making money now when I was at the top of my career so let's say 10 years ago just come off x-factor I was earning so much money but I wasn't getting any of it now, people would be yeah. shocked by that because I didn't know business. So I, so people would send me invoices and I was like, yeah, yeah, signing it all off. Just didn't have a clue about percentages, nothing. So I was getting absolutely ads off. So if you're going to be a singer, you've got to know business. You've got to be able to look at the accounts. You've got to be able to say this is right, this is wrong. And then the next thing I'd say is stay true to yourself in terms of individuality. Don't try and be like another artist because it's what makes you unique. Yeah. That is your strength. And I think a lot of people um, come in the industry and they try and be like somebody else and then they have a career span of maybe three years. But you, whatever makes you individual, there's something about everyone that makes them special. Tap into that, tap into your trueness and, the you know, authenticity. Don't go with the winds. And as well as that, you have this inner gut Like, any time I've made a decision with my music, there's always been a gut instinct. Don't ignore it. Like, if someone's telling you to sing a song and you know in your gut it's not right, don't do it. It's
0: amazing advice, though, Beth, and everything that you've just said there, I think everyone can relate to. I think the business side, what you're saying is these record labels come along and can say, yeah, right, well, we're taking 60%. Then someone else is taking 10%. You get left with 1% Half the time You lend some money Off your mum To get to these events
1: It's just It's crazy You'd be so surprised Another thing Write your own music Because that's where The money is Write your own songs Because Yeah You've got to Especially because We don't make as much money Now on sales It's all on publishing So If you are A singer And you want to become a singer Even if you're not a songwriter Try Try and learn Do whatever Mm -hmm. you can Even if you're just Getting a 10% split In the publishing make sure you're always contributing to the writing of the
0: lyrics. Yeah. Because that's where the money is. Yeah. What's lockdown yeah. being like for you, Beth? You're in the entertainment industry. I know a lot of it's being on, you know, hospitality, the pubs mm. and the bars. It's hit the music industry just as hard. What's yeah. it been like for you? Oh, it's bad. Yeah,
1: no, literally. Like my last performance was last year in March, maybe. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. Literally, yeah, it's bad. It's just the way it is. But like I said, I've been all right because I've got me publishing. But yeah. artists who haven't got that, it is horrendous. Like, it's so, so bad. Now, it's, it's been awful. And like, even agents who I know, you know, they're really suffering. They're going under. Yeah, it's been terrible. Really terrible. Do you think live
0: music, when do you think live, going to a concert and live music will come back? Do you think? Because I'm the same. I, I'm waiting for the crowds to go back in the 40s. So. I am just like people are asking me all the time, when do you think you'll be allowed back to match? I'm like, I don't know. I've yeah. got no clue whatsoever when I look on it back. and the way it is now and the way it's up and down. I think I don't even think it'll be this year, to be honest. No, I don't, I don't even know. I think I spoke to
1: my agent, actually my live agent today, and he was saying and the very end of summer, you might have a few festivals. He said, but everything's rescheduled to next year. So in Thank the you. music industry. Uh, the entry scheduled till next year, and all the tours. So one good thing is all the venues for 2022 yep. and 2023 are booked up. Knowing that this year is a bit of a write-off for us, really.
0: What is next for so Rebecca Ferguson?
1: So next is I'm starting to write some children's books. So ah. yeah, so I'm getting into that. Got a new album with Niall Rogers. That's going to come out early next year. Yay. Um, yeah, so excited. Yeah, I'm just ticking along, just being creative and doing what I can, really. Are you going on tour again, Beth? Yeah, I'll be going on tour. So when the album comes out, I'll have a tour.
0: Yeah. What, is your boy partner and your kids go with you? What happens there?
1: Well, normally they do, to be fair. The kids have always toured with me. Oh. This year I'll have to figure it out, uh, or next year it'll be probably because um, it depends with the school. And because the kids yeah. are doing the GCSEs, I couldn't really take them with me. But um,
0: they normally, even if they, they'll come up for the weekends or whatever, but they do normally come on tour with me. Yeah. What a life they've had though, Rebecca. What a cost of you. I know what you showed all the time stop and pat yourself on the back and you are a teenage mom and you made it as a superstar all oh, on your own good. and you have done amazing absolutely amazing and i can put my hands on my heart and say i am so so proud of you you are a shining light a boss example to all women of you can be anything can do anything that you want
1: oh thank you Kate but so are you you're the same like I think Liverpool girls look up to you do you know what I mean you show oh. that you can do it and you don't need to rely on anyone you just run at your destiny and you run at what you want to achieve and, and you've think... ran
0: and you've grabbed it with both hands girl oh thank you I love it <laughs> Rebecca thank you so so much for taking the time to come out and talk to Sisterhood HQ and we wish you all the best for the future I can't wait to have you back on when the album's out Oh, thank
1: you. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Beth.